1: Ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls I'ma let you finish
2: I'ma let you finish I'ma let you finish I'ma let you finish I'ma let you finish I'ma let, let you finish
1: everybody Woohoo! <laughs> We're back, kids. It's I'm going to let you finish in partnership with Listening Party Presents and Canal Street Radio. Thank you guys for having us.
2: You can say that without
1: even reading it now. Listen, you know, it's like... I am
2: impressed.
1: Remember to uh, follow them on Follow Us. We're both on IG. We're both on... uh, on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram. we're on Instagram, Stitcher we're now. We now we're, we're on Stitcher. Oh my God, we're on Stitcher now.
2: Which I gotta we're say, I never went to, and it's very you know, cool.
1: Listen, it is. And when I told people we're following on Stitcher, people were like, "Oh my God, I'm so happy you're on Stitcher."
2: We've reached podcast n- Nirvana.
1: It is. It's like Nirvana except without the drugs. Okay, so um, hey, it's, it's our 20. first show of the new year.
2: It is.
1: What'd you do over the new year? Oh, oh, over New Year's? Well, break?
2: being Jewish. Technically, I'm supposed to um, go to eat Chinese food and go to the movies, but I don't do that because I'm a really bad Jew. So what I did instead was lie around my house, because who cares, and play with my cats, mm-hmm. and I watch Succession. Oh, people talking about that Because I'm thinking of giving up HBO, so I binge-watch it, and it's right. fucking great. Okay, I No, it's that. seriously, yeah, really, yeah. seriously, seriously. There wasn't a bad moment, bad episode.
1: Okay, and, and it's two seasons in now, right?
2: Two seasons in. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I... I uh, went to my best friend's house and mm-hmm. you know it's like a new year whatever you still have to wake up right the next day <laughs> it's not like you wake up and they go it's 2020 here's some money for you right. I mean the good thing is you know the new year started with the Patriots losing right? yay right. and then two days later we're at war
1: right I went to a New Year's Eve party where the person fumbled with the TV with 30 seconds, Yes, yes. We missed <laughs> the ball like drop. When they, when they got the TV back on, it was 12.01. There you go. Everybody, and that 12:01. basically... That I was up. like, and that's my life in a And that's shell. the thing. But um,
2: <laughs> the break is always like a time for binge watching. Right. And so I... Um, because I like to be the 15th person into the pool and let right. everybody else do the work. My son had told me... I had seen adverts for this show, Top Boy. So my son told me about it. And... Um, I know it's not brand new, but I um, started watching it. First, I started watching it, and I didn't realize that there had been a previous season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I started watching. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I was totally confused. So I watched the previous season. Um, with closed captions cuz it's in English
1: mm-hmm. from England yeah, English yeah,
2: and I don't yeah. know it's a bog bog I have no <laughs> idea what's going on but I have to all joking aside even though it's I'm not new to it mm-hmm. it's really really good it's yeah. you know if you're a fan of the wa- if you're like me and you think the holidays should be about hot black guys shooting each other in the head <laughs> and drug dealing and really good fucking music right this is the show for you
1: well i thought i discovered a show <laughs> i was very <laughs> i was and very Courtney,
2: i have to tell you when you told me this story i was like i mean i could feel your judgment
1: <laughs> through the telephone when i said it. Oh, so yeah. i was like i discovered this show and it made me cry i'm crying so there's this little show that i didn't know was a thing that people had been watching i saw this bride and she came up to new york and she with the Kleinfeld. And they put her in a dress and she was crying because she was like, I don't feel worthy. And I was like, I don't know what this new show is. It's so sad, but it's so happy and inspirational. So I'm calling a friend. I was like, I discovered a show. It's called Say Yes to the Dress. It's new. And I could just hear the silence of death on the other end. He was like, motherfucker, that show's been on for like 25 years. I was like, what are you talking about? It's new. He was like, it's not new. Well, It's been on for 55 years. You know what?
2: The important thing is in this age of streaming and so many channels, if it's new to you, that's all that matters. Courtney Anderson. But how did I miss
1: this, which is evidently a thing. They're like, no, it's actually, it's a thing. I'm like, oh. I've never, it
2: makes you feel any better. I've only watched snippets.
1: I thought it would be dumb and I wouldn't care. But when I saw that girl from Georgia. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You thought it would be
2: dumb and you wouldn't care? I think what you mean to say is you thought it would be dumb and you would (laughs) care deeply. on
1: order wasn't on because you know that's all I watch. Yes. Yeah, and true. I'm turning the channel and she's like, you know, trying to find a perfect dress. They fly her up. He puts her in this dress and you could just see the emotion. And then she starts crying about not being worthy. So I'm crying because she's crying not being worthy. And I felt like I discovered some shit. Well, you did. You
2: discovered it for yourself. <laughs> um,
1: I just want to take a quick sidebar and then we'll get back yep. on track. As we
2: record this at the Canal Street Market, there is a convention.
1: There is a k K-pop, K-pop trading, trading card convention. We were both like, and why I, aren't we in there? And
2: I don't know what I'm seeing, but it's, I am both...
1: It's jam-packed.
2: It's jam-packed. And I see
1: these, now that they said that, I was like, I did see girls with these books and they yeah. were flipping the pages I thought looking it was I thought it
2: was a go-see for models, right. for very small <laughs> models. And I was like, wow, they don't even <coughs> use big pictures anymore.
1: Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and why do they all look like the same girl? Right, <laughs> But...
1: Okay. I just wanna say Welcome that to twenty twenty kids. It kid, don't get no listen done. in twenty
2: twenty Courtney <laughs> and I have discovered K pop
1: <laughs>
2: and scene. All
1: right. Okay, so can we just talk about can we just talk about my girl, Megan Marco, for a minute? Yeah, okay. Speaking had, of my girl,
2: when's the last time you watched suits?
1: I I had no idea who she was. Me neither. Until she started dating Prince Harry because I don't what suits. And I was like, I don't know who she is, but if she's black, I'm down for it. And if she's gonna be a black princess, I'm doubly down for it. So I was like, all right, I get with her. But I hate the fact that this story comes out and people suddenly are like, it's her fault. When I kind of almost feel like he didn't marry a lot of those other chicks, he picked the girl he knew. Would be down with him to be like. I'm over. He needed to get out of jail. He's never going to be king, and it's like he's really popular. So they want him, and I feel like he wants a different kind of life. And you know what? And he picked the kind of wife that he knew would be down for it. And the thing that I think people don't talk about enough, and I've heard it mentioned kind of, but it's always glossed over. I literally watched this white woman who's a royal expert. On one of the morning British shows. You say white woman when you say royal. (laughs) But she was sitting next to a black (laughs) correspondent. And when a black correspondent brought up race, she kind of blushed over and said, We all get those kind of comments. And she looked at her and said, We all get those kind of comments. And I'm like, I think that's the part they just, you know, the British don't want to say that out loud. But really, a lot of, yes. She's gonna get a lot of shit. She knew she would get a lot of shit, but a lot of it has been so overtly racist.
2: Well, no, I mean, look, the Brits. Uh, let's keep in mind that the the royal family were Nazi collaborators. <laughs> they were Nazi sympathized, not collaborators. They right. were. Not, I watched The Crown. <laughs> um, that's a show you might want to watch. It's
1: I got through an episode and a half, and I was like, I don't so care. So I will watch next season when they get to the Diana years.
2: Oh no, it's going to be more in next season. You don't think to, it's going to be no, next it's season? No, no, no. They're only up to are they
1: to young Charles now? Yeah. So that Twenty means, year old Charles. So that means next season would be Diana. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Because he got married to her Yeah, that would be the next season would have to be right. Diana. But
2: anyway, the point being is that you know, the race factor certainly plays is is certainly not to be. The American factor certainly I mean it's hard
1: the class, all hard of that. everything.
2: And look, I mean at the end of the day. What they eat don't make me shit. To quote the, the great Jay Z, <laughs> I will wake up in the morning. I'll still have to do I Do the the royals for us are like this fantasy. We you know we don't didn't want to have royalty, but right. we find them fascinating. It's an issue over in England because of the who's going to pay for it. Da, right. da, 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 da. They right. they are both tied to the royals and not. You know.
1: But do you remember how many people when they was starting? After I mean, good,
2: I'm just saying, yeah. good for them. I think. To blame her? Look, Yoko got blamed for breaking up the Beatles. The woman she still is, gets blamed for breaking yeah, up the Beatles. Whereas she should just be blamed for putting out bad music. But that's um, it. I all. love that, Yoko Ono. Oh, uh, I, I know, know. I know.
1: But the Walking thing, Walking on Motherfucking in good paradise song. is motherfucking amazing. Uh oh, they're oh cheering God. us. What are they doing? I don't, they, what's I don't know what's happening. I know. I want one of those cards. Give me one of the cards. God damn it! Um, the only name I know is Jin. I think he's one of the BTS. I do know sure. that name.
2: Why not? But the point being is that. It speaks to a lot of different issues i'm you know i i he's never going to be king he's never even going to be anything more than he is There's some a great headline said thirty seven year old man leaves home and gets cut off from his allowance right he's not gonna have to be hawking um uh, diet tea on television a la Fergie. Or well, like
1: Martin Short screaming about medicine and the girl said, I thought it was a West Wing No, situation. not Martin Short. Martin, no, Martin Sheen. Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen.
2: Well, somebody's got to pay Charlie's bills. I
1: mean...
2: But... Look, I think it's an interesting. The story is an interesting kind of microcosm of the debate we're always having about race, of yeah. the debate we're always having about class. She kind of knew what she was getting into. You, can you really know that though? Well, until I mean, you're I'm in just in saying it? she didn't. Until I mean, she it didn't must go be into rough. it blindly. No, she didn't go into it blindly. I think the main thing is that the press in England makes the press They're in hardcore, the United. They're yeah. hardcore, and and that's really it. Yeah, I think yeah. that to, if you have an option to go, I'm still going to get to be married to this guy. I'm. Still still going to have money cuz right. he gets a 3 million $ 3 million pound allowance a year right. just for existing from a man that probably isn't his father. Oh my god, that's terrible. Come on, look you at know, him. You know
1: people want to say <laughs>
2: Look at him. <laughs> Can I
1: just say this about Red it?
2: hair is something that runs in jeans. There is no re- I mean oh the, my god. I mean the tutors are inbred, but the point is, is that they will be fine.
1: They, listen, nobody's worried about they will be able to make a gazillion dollars if they and just the leave and they become service. the monarchy is not yeah. end. No, it's not, but... But, but you know, things do have to change. You always have to modernize yeah. something. It can't stay the same. I do find it interesting that all those same publications after the ITV special were all screaming, if you don't like it, leave. You don't like it, leave. So then leaving. they say, We're leaving. How dare you? you know what I How think dare it, you think you can leave? No, but you know what it's I think all it is. clicks. If you can get the clicks, just keep the headlines coming click, 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 click.
2: What I think it is, honestly, and again, you know, uh, what I think it is, honestly, is the way they did it. I think they're feeling like no matter what you think about the Queen, that's your grandmother. That's Yeah, but you,
1: you know, know what? There's been a lot of leaks. How did it really happen? We know we hear all these leaks. There's some leaks saying that he told he tried to tell him in her court in her courtier or whatever they call them. Courtier. Kept kept him. kept hype them, man Kept, hype man kept, kept him away. Man. So you know, this seems like there was a lot of shit. And I do think there was a dig when she made her annual Christmas address and their pictures weren't there. So clearly there's some shit going on. Families have a lot of shit. I'm a
2: little afraid that you know this much about it. Well, you
1: want to know why I know this much about it? Because you used to live in Queens? No, because motherfucking Oprah. You want (laughs) to know? Because motherfucking Oprah finds a way to be in every story. Oprah's (sighs) even found a way to be in the Meghan and Harry story. Bless her heart. She screams that she loves bread to you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's. I don't want to
2: see anyone screaming. <laughs> I love. Okay, someone's screaming. I love, I love bread. bread. Is crazy person on I the love, corner? She I screams love bread. to you,
1: "Come, I'm going to help you get a better life for a low, low price. <laughs> for a low, low price. I've had my Come issues. I, I, I,
2: you tell, go to, and How does tell she you.
1: even find her way into this story? I'm like, why am I? Why is it Megan Harry, and Oprah?
2: Well, because Again. first of all, all black people talk to each other.
1: I mean, because
2: Beyonce's publicist is better than Oprah's, obviously. <laughs> Shout out to Yvette no sure. Um right. You know, I know. You know, Oprah finds her way into it because I think Oprah seeks it out.
1: Kind of, sort of. It's yes. almost like I'm sorry that you miss your television show because you clearly miss it. Yes. Because you have found your way even into stories about a married couple that is 6,000 yeah, miles away. Yeah, I mean, from you. you know, you
2: could say Idris Elba broke them up. <gasps> you know, oh my oh God. God, let's start that rumor. I mean, Idris Elba has more of a connection to them than Oprah. They invited Oprah because that's what you have to do right. is invite well, Id- Oprah. I know to you. you have
1: some feelings about Oprah and her now. The filmmakers are trying, they're great filmmakers, but they're trying to release this film before I think it's complete. So I have to remove my name from it. Her statement on why she's no longer involved in the Russell Simmons Oh, is that is that doc. what it is? Oh, that's what it is. They're releasing the film at Sundance before she feels like the film is complete. But she will continue to do what she's always done, believe and support um, The survivors of sexual assault. All right, here's my
2: thing. I have had many issues with Oprah over the years. I mean, I I respect the hustle. But I feel like Oprah. First off, I will never forgive her for the word journaling. That is not a word. Okay, <laughs> Is if journaling, not a word. No, it is not a word. Okay, are you if, sure? Because
1: I've heard that word. Long it doesn't matter. Oprah. Listen.
2: Okay, you're reading a book, right? Mm-hmm. If I say to you, Courtney, what are you doing right now? What will you say?
1: Reading a book, right? But that's if I say, if I'm Courtney, writing in my journal, I might be like, no, I might say, writing in my journal, writing
2: in my. You're not readling, are you? Are no, you bookingling? Yeah, but
1: that doesn't mean that journaling can't be. It's a,
2: a made-up word. word. I can't stand her. Um, <laughs> anyway and i thought oprah you know whatever she's a decent enough interview i think she i think she kind of had she's given us the world dr phil who's a fraud who's not even a doctor who's not even a doc jenny mccarthy who's a fraud you know she's created a lot come on you
1: mean anti-vaccine right
2: and i married the the uninteresting Wahlberg.
1: um but I actually like Donnie Wahlberg a whole lot. He's not uninteresting. We love motherfucking Donnie Wahlberg. Well, he's not
2: a racist, at least.
1: Okay. Oh, my God. Like,
2: what? He isn't. Mark what, Wahlberg? What? Like how
1: like. Excuse me.
2: Mark Wahlberg beat up a, a, is, is, has done racist thing in his... Seriously. Have you don't he? Know? Yeah, he beat the shit out of a Vietnamese guy when he was younger and kind of was like, eh, whatever. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> The thing about we digress. No, no, not allegedly. <laughs> he was convicted
1: of oh, it. Really? He did
2: time. Okay. Yeah. I didn't no. Know this that. is not an allegation. And it Th- was
1: an, a it was, it was a racist attack.
2: I think when you yell, you fucking blank. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but we digress, which is the subreddit of our show. We digress. No, but I, it, the, here's the thing with Oprah. I as a white woman. Are you white? I I am. Oh my god! I, didn't I know think that. I liked it better than you said. Are you yeah. a woman? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, as a white woman, I am not going to uh, seriously. I'm not going to participate in a conversation about what Oprah's relationship is with black men, Right. because it's not my conversation to have. Yeah, and I would be. I would be. You know, the Rachel Dozier of of music oh writers God, if I jumped into it. Right. So I have read things among my black friends on Facebook and Twitter saying that. right, that this is an issue that Oprah has had throughout her career, that she mm-hmm. tends to side with the powerful white people. Yeah. Now you can make the argument that, gee, if you want to get ahead in the world. Siding with the powerful people is always a good idea.
1: Yeah, but, but then it gets to the point where they look at Oprah and you are the powerful people. Right. Oh, and you're still wielding that sword right. in that direction. Right. There's a million pictures we've seen of you and Harvey Weinstein right. like that's your friend. And, and you it said wasn't nothing. a deep dark secret. You know about about him? what I mean? It's it was like, not a deep dark. secret. Yeah. You know. So I, you know, I, I absolutely see. Both sides of that argument, oh, I and, do I, as and well. I do look at her, and I'm like, you know, the way she's spoken about hip hop, and then all of a sudden she becomes friends with some of those people. Right. But you know, she said a lot of shit. Listen, first of all, I always say this: people need to stop taking their cues from people whose job it is to sell you something. Well, no, I, she, say I mean, it all and the ultimately
2: time. that is her job. Yes. Whether she's selling candles, yep. or selling salvation, yep. or journaling or whatever, she is basically. That she's called a journalist. I mean, I guess she has a journalism background, but yes. she's basically a talk... She's a personality. Right. She's not, And you she know, will
1: sell you that advice for a low, low price.
2: Right. And she convinced a bunch of women living in trailer parks that what they really <laughs> needed were candles and chakra <laughs> cleansing as opposed to maybe like a high school education. And this
1: Pashmina. This is my favorite Pashmina. It's soft, it's beautiful. I gave it to all my girlfriends. I Ooh, love bread. bread. I love, love bread. bread. I love saying, bread. Whenever I see her screaming about motherfucking bread At me I'm like, is this what it's come down to? Between that or For like W-W- I th- between that or what I threatened my mom with over the holidays where she kept coming, I said, You see Joan London on that TV? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I was like, do you see? There's a place for mom. Don't keep doing it. Listen, Joe, right Joe now, London is telling me there's a place for mom. Stop right yelling now, at me. Right
2: now, I am very, very much hoping that my son <laughs> remembers there's a place for mom. And
1: then my mother got very, you see that vacuum over there? Mm-hmm. I need you to vacuum the house. So the vacuum went out. <laughs>
2: but getting back to the you know, the Russell dog, look, yeah. this is a story that is not a shock to anybody who's been. Listen, this story could be done about almost every powerful man in every Form of entertainment, yeah. or job, or anything. I just read an article in today in the Times today about a guy who was the head of some museum in Philadelphia, like a, a, a you know, like a, a right? Mm-hmm. He was, he was laughed because he was flat, propositioning the women he worked with. Hey, come over if you want a job, you can have coffee with me. And then he goes to another museum, and nobody told this other museum of his background. So it happens everywhere. Man, power corrupts, right? right. I do think, though, for Oprah to kind of co-sign on this documentary and then go, "Ah," It was a really lame excuse. It's a lame excuse. It's a lame excuse. Because she has enough money to get this thing made. She could get this thing made tomorrow if she wanted to. And I don't understand whose ass is she kissing here. Does she really think that that Russell... What is? I
1: do have a little bit of a different position than some of my, my brothers on this. I'm like, I understand the argument. But I think they should all go away. I don't care if you've done something to women, yes. you should all go away. Yes. I don't care if you're black, white, or purple. No, I don't all care of them. what order it is. No. And I think we always talk about protect black women, protect black women, protect black women. Then we have to really stand by that too and not be mad at the order it's happening. This one went to jail and this one. Yeah, came. they well, all mean, need to go. No, when
2: the R. Kelly thing, it's they like, okay, so go. what we're saying is because R. Kelly hasn't, it took him this long to catch R. Kelly or it took quicker to catch somebody else. No, they all have to go. Like
1: somebody said to me, they got Bill Cosby. I was like, when he was 80, 80. Was, they did not we and they've I known was, since he was 50 and we've been hearing shit about him really if you were not been in certain circles for a while for a long time and i and i this is something that i want people to really go back and pay attention to bill cosby had a wide circle of male friends right how many of them did you hear come out publicly and defend him when allegations started I'm making to come zero yeah. exactly and to me that says everything when, well, no when one's when defending one, Harvey one, either. When not one of your friends comes out to be like, that could not be him. He would never do it. Right? No, you know? no, no.
2: Well, no one has done that with Russell either, except no, for his own family, it, right? Isn't Russell, isn't Russell still not even? Didn't he flee to like Bali? Isn't he still? Well, he's someplace back. On, but Russell, oh, back. But he did one of those. If I, if I apologize, <laughs> apologies, which right. is not a real apology. Right. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know what's sad about it? It just lets you know how normal it is how people treated treated and continue to treat women. Like, when you hear all of these stories, you're like, wow, you guys really not even, had a me hard add, not way just, to go. Not
2: just women, though. So let's be fair, because look at Kevin Spacey. No, it's I, men no, in, I, and Brian Singer, abso- men in power.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But particularly if you look yeah. at women, because... It's really, you hear all of these stories, and it's like, that's pretty We're vulnerable. fucking We're more horrible. vulnerable, I, you Especially know? the stories you hear about women being like, I worked so hard for this career. This was, like, I right. worked everything for this. I needed this gig. Right. And you're put in the position of really having to figure out, like, your livelihood. Right. Your self-esteem. Listen,
2: <laughs> if you're an actress, and, and there's a great article in New York Magazine, because the Weinstein trial is going on now, and there's, like, a hundred women. Yeah. Okay, let's just say one tenth of them are lying. Right. That leaves what ninety. Right. <laughs> okay, you I, 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 can do math.
1: Yeah. Um, to me, if one is telling the truth, that's it all you matter. need. And every to me, everything else to me is a the bonus on top like of that. It's the same thing like the
2: Trump. It's the same mo over and over. It's actresses where you go, Annabelle Sciora, man, she had a really big career. What the fuck happened to her? Right.
1: Huh. Right.
2: Huh, I wonder what happened to her. She didn't drop out to get married and have a kid. Right. She didn't change careers. She suddenly stopped being in movies. Huh. Right. You know, and I, Ashley Judd, huh, what, weird, how come she didn't, and then you start looking, what's the common denominator? Right. That pig. And you realize it's And it's when your brother. own brother says you're a pig too? Mm. Cochon. Cochon. Oh, wait, where's that from?
1: It's Cochon. Well. Oh, from that Law and Order. <laughs> it's from the <laughs> Law and Order. Well. With, the,
2: with the guy who's the terrorist, the, the and well. she's made well. Cochon.
1: Well, I got my, my first Cochon from, of course, my I know it's an actual goddess word, and patron saint of homosexuals, Madonna. In Truth the Dare, when she was like, yeah, Zsa Zsa Gabor, they wouldn't even let her stay at this hotel. And somebody said, why? She said, because she's a Cochon. And from then on, I was like, well, Cachon is in my library. In my, well, in, in I know my what it means, but because it's because really because sad that yeah. I merely thought of Law and Order. Right. Uh. Well, no, that's an excellent thing. of <laughs> Law and Order. Uh, the Coachella lineup has come up and how... <laughs> and that it's a crime. Segway.
2: That segue <laughs> has about as much coherency as the lineup this well, year. It actually,
1: right. It <laughs> actually does because it's a crime and I see it and I'm like, wow, they've really homogenized every festival in the United States. I know. It's like, it's now all about the biggest names and it's a whole different thing. They sell out, like the festivals just sell out before they even announce. Like when I saw the, the announcement, they were like, Weekend One is already sold out, pre-sale for Weekend Two.
2: Okay, here's my... First off, I've never been to Coachella. I, I mean, and I'm it's not saying. Dirt, we,
1: flower crowns. Like, if you don't have all of the ultra VIP passes know, where you're not in worth the back, it. it's a whole different experience. I can, but all of those festivals. I can are.
2: barely handle summer stage, okay? Right.
1: <laughs> real dude, talk, right. I don't right. like festivals. I no, I don't. At like, all. I don't like to work them. I don't. I, I want like to be able them.
2: to go and leave when I want to yeah, go and leave. Yeah. But the the real thing that when I looked at the rundown,
1: mm-hmm.
2: okay, whatever you may think of her, Lana Del Rey had a record out last year that made many top 10 critics list. It's a great album. It's a very good album. Grammy nominated. Yeah, She's not headlining, but Frank Ocean, who has not put out a record... In years, whose last... And I'm a fan, but his last two singles have sucked. But
1: people love him so fucking much. No, but he is a notoriously
2: bad live act. That's not what
1: people say. Like The people who love him seem to really love it. I just...
2: All right, but I'm I just have saying in terms of pecking order, yep. she is she deserves the well, headline. Well, you know, that's
1: the big thing. I look at Coachella, and when I just see, like, you know, they've had Ariana Grande, and I have nothing against her headlining. That's not even who would be at Coachella when it first started. No, But, of you course know, all not. Coachella to but me is no different. neither would Beyonce. No, come on. Coachella now is no different. It's Coachella, South by Southwest. They're rock all the same. Well. They're all the same. Afro-punk, they, all just, of them. They're all, well, remember when Afro, the Oh, thing, come the on. The interesting thing about Afro-punk <laughs> used to be, it really was like the Black Rock and Punk kids Come and then on, they, is it in once they the parking
2: they went, lot at bam
1: and once they went for the names it just almost became those guys were relegated to like a day stage in the in the park across the I street I am pretty
2: sure that I saw Janelle Monet perform either in Fort Green Park mm-hmm. or at the parking lot at bam as right. part of Afro Things grow things change that's Absolutely. fine it's and a they, big and business and, and I'm not mad at that but I'm just mad at it's like once again you can't find any women who can it's so funny like they spent several years putting atypical festival acts like Beyonce, like Ariana as the headliners. Got amazing press. Everything was great. And then they stick lo-fi guy as the headliner.
1: But people, that's all people are talking about. They all want to go see Frank Ocean. Which, you know, I think I've said it before. To me, he's I just find him overrated. That is my opinion. And like people say to me, well, you don't like this song? I'm like, no, not I like really. I like
2: the first two, like we said, the first two Nostalgia albums.
1: Nostalgia Ultra to me was amazing. I love Fantastic. That. And parts of Channel, Channel, Channel R. We're I in enjoyed. agreement. And then but it's, it's like,
2: like, and then it's Emperor's New
1: Clothes. Yeah. Now, you know what else is interesting about the music industry is for the first time in decades, vinyl has surpassed CD sales in the United States of America.
2: And I'm selling all my vinyl. What do I know? And
1: it's like, you know, vinyl is has, has become back in in such a big way. And first, I thought it was for the nostalgia value, but you know, I think in a streaming age, there are a lot of people including young millennials, that, that are getting back into that moment of picking up something and seeing the art, right? Because well, it's, remember beyond,
2: how, it's beyond, I mean even younger, yeah, even I, younger, yeah.
1: You remember, like, I, you know, I'm sure you're like me growing up, going to record stores. i worked in record stores. Me too. The art was so important. First
2: off, th- if you don't have an album, how are you going to roll your joint?
1: Right. There's that. I mean, there's really. And that's a set? really important thing. I mean, that's a really But you think thing. about how many times you've, you know, picked up something and bought it because, wow, that art. This it stopped so cool. you in your tracks. Well, you know, th- I discovered Nina Hagen. Before New York, New York, her earlier albums, because I was in a record store and her art always caught my eye. I discovered Danielle Dax because her art, Dash? she's another one of those singers from way back in the 80s okay. whose, whose music, it caught my eye. And I would spend hours in a record store just looking at the art. And now art has become important again with vinyl becoming such an important staple to the music industry. Right. And it's crazy how much albums cost. Because remember, albums used to be like $5.99, 8 dollars Now most albums are like 20-something. Well, because CDs they're giving
2: away in the side of the road. You know, like I mean, really. they hand them when you come over here, have a CD. Well, you know, I could be, I mean, album art, it, you know, it's it's funny because you there were always, somebody, the, the early Roxy music covers, somebody once said what was great about Roxy music is that they had more people art directing and styling those records than actually were in the band right which you have which is fucking great right. i mean and those were they they established a very a very typical you know of course, this is pre seat Very, very standard look. And you could say that a lot of Atlantic had a certain look to their yeah, albums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Virgin had a certain... The Island, for sure, had yeah, a certain Island, look. Yeah, Island Island
1: really gave you a lot of arty covers. You know, yeah. that was Grace Jones. That's early... That was U2. And, and the reggae stuff Mar- as well. Marianne and, you know, all of the... Yeah, yeah, I they mean, definitely that definitely Catch cool. a
2: Fire album cover, Bob Marley, where was the cigarette lighter, yeah, the Velvet really. Underground. Come on. I mean, you had artists of that, you know, Andy Warhol designing Absolutely, an app. Ad- yeah. um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Andy Warhol did Sticky Fingers.
1: He also did... Andy the, first, the first album. He also did uh, the cover of Diana Ross' Silk Electric that has muscles right, on it. Right, right, right. He did the cover of... His last work, Before He Died, is the cover of Aretha Franklin's third album titled I Aretha. know, you told me that. Yeah. And
2: Bosquette did an album cover for this punk band, this New York City... Uh, San Francisco punk band... Mm. Um, it was i still can't figure out how they knew each other i'm assuming it had to be some sort of drug connection i'm not saying that to be Mm -hmm. funny because i'm like how the hell else would these guys know each other but you and i discussed this thing about almar coming back and i would say that there is definitely vinyl is definitely back and i think that there are still very very strong um images being portrayed yeah absolutely And, and a lot of it i think Delana Del Rey, uh, Norman fucking Rockwell. It's yeah. a killer cover. It is a great cover. That's a, uh, Ghost Teen by Nick Cave. It's yeah. a very enigmatic cover, and his stuff has always been interesting. And I would say what it is is that if you're streaming, you're not seeing things as big. And
1: all of the detail of right. it. And, so right. So it's like
2: these kids today, I mean, we sound like, why I oughta, but... um. You know they don't listen to albums as a whole. They listen to select songs. So is the art as important to them? They're wearing the art like as their t-shirts. Yeah, absolutely. I think and some of the old, especially going
1: back to those. I see so many young kids and they have like Motorhead and Clash t-shirts, and you know they they don't know who they are, but it's cool to them. No, you know, I
2: told you when I my music journalism class, the first assignment they had to do is they had to research mainly black and, and Latino kids. I said, OK, those T-shirts you wearing, you need to research. These are band. Yeah, there's it's the Ramones are <laughs> an actual band. You do need to do that. No. And I think so. Maybe the album art, maybe the packaging like that yeah. is is being translated. In a way, people who people always have an eye for art. People yes, always want absolutely. all the elements. I yes. miss liner notes. Yeah, I so miss that. I used to read everything. I used to write to down. down, down right? Her
1: pump power. Right. Exactly. Who this album? At? I yeah. miss.
2: I miss who produced this.
1: Yeah. I mean, Absolutely.
2: I want to know who played on this. The, it drives me nuts that I don't have the Raphael Sadiq, a copy of Jimmy Lee. Right. Thanks, even though I mentioned it 5,000 fucking times you on have. the air. That's true. Because I want to know who co-wrote these songs right? and who's That's playing. True. This is a yeah, musician. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. I don't need to know who's on the Baby record. Right. <laughs> But anyway, what I was saying is... is that I did
1: like that, the baby record. Yeah. It's like he needs to stop beating people. Don't fuck your shit up at the beginning. Oh don't keep God. getting arrested and for assault and beating people. Like, I, I you got to so, work your way up to I that. I get so mad at these young kids. It's like, don't fight to, to, for the opportunity and then fuck it up with fuckery. Well, that's a
2: co- yeah. Well, I think what you're saying about art is really, really super valid. And mm-hmm. I think that one of the reasons that maybe there's not as much emphasis, even though it's still there, money. Yeah. I mean... But that got and ooh sorry, money and also the attention span of the listener is different. If you're a kid who just wants to hear it immediately, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you're not going to be checking for that. That's something where you have to take a beat and look at everything else. For us, I think I think that's part of it. But the man who designed all those four AD covers Mm -hmm. just passed away, and I don't remember his name, and I I feel really bad. But you think about it, that was a look of a label.
1: Absolutely. Do you think
2: it could be also because? There's not labels the way there was. like, But there
1: are, the labels are, and they're making a shitload. Streaming has brought so much money to all of those Sony labels, and they keep giving people new label deals, so there's a bunch of new labels. No, no, no. I don't
2: mean in terms of that. I'm saying like there used to be something like you knew what a Def Jam artist was, you knew what yeah. a Virgin record are, an Island record, you knew what a 4AD. Do you think that's what I mean? Do you think that it's so much more splintered?
1: Yeah, a little bit, and everything is homogenized. It all looks the same. Right, uh, All right, This girl's yeah. out
2: here posing with a dolphin.
1: No. <laughs> Should we jump wait. the shark? With we like leave? a tiara on her head, and it's a lot happening. It's a
2: lot happening. But I'm <laughs> so
1: obsessed. I want to be like. I want to ask her and be like, "Do you have K-pop trading cards? I need to see what those look like." I need. I think. But no,
2: oh, okay. she has them on her phone. Okay, <laughs> we're not young. Oh,
1: we're not. We are young. Oh. No, listen. I I agree with you totally, and I think that um. I'm actually glad that we're seeing because of vinyl art making a comeback. Because yeah. to me, I discovered so many people just because of their art. Oh yeah. To cover their record. No, then you And make me read it and be like, oh, this one produced this. I like this other record he produced. Well, I'm gonna try this out anyway. You I mean, know? come
2: on, the Ohio players, the right. Diana Ross covered, there right. are just some images that well, are just iconic Well, you just well, look at this. I
1: had no idea that Scuval 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 Shot. Say it three
2: times fast. Say it.
1: Scavillo, Scavillo. Oh, no there idea. he is. Ah! <laughs> I had no idea that he shot the cover of Diana. What made me go into that K hole about, about the You're talking about
2: the Chic record. Well,
1: yeah, the Chic record. I had uh, found, I've been looking for the Get It Right album, the second album that Luther Vandross produced for Aretha Franklin, and I found it at my little local record shop really? over the weekend made me very shout happy. Shout out to Pat and Emily. Yeah, shout out to Pat and Emily and Cineblock, Cineblock people. Listen, people, support your local stores, yes. support your local record stores, support my Head local Sound record stores. In, in Har Cine- oh, I love them. They're great. Cineblocks in Harlem, West 142nd, support them go. Great selection of music. I that found would be it. A
2: great, that would be great sponsors. Yeah. yeah.
1: We love those kids. They're we amazing. love them. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I was in there, found it, and I'm, you know, what do I say? First thing I do is go to the credits. Right. Who did Luther write this one? Right. And then I said, oh, Scavullo shot... I didn't realize he shot this cover. Right. And then I'm looking at seeing... Oh, my God. He and It's next to my Donna Summer Once Upon a Time. He shot that cover. So then I start looking and being like, what other shit did he shoot? Oh, my God. He did the enough... The famous Barbara Streisand Donna Summer Enough is Enough cover. Right. He did the Diana... And then it's like it got me onto this whole path of how art really played a strong part with great photographers in well, the music industry. Well, and
2: again, it was also... I think they were all around the same age. I think there was a there was a glamour associated yeah. with them back then. Yeah. Annie Leamwoods did that kind of stuff. Matthew Ralston yeah. oh. did videos. And her Matthew Brits. did right. Matthew was her shooting Brits.
1: those. Her, first of all, those hurt. Okay. Just a moment for her Brits. Oh. No one could take a picture like her. Beautiful. Brits. The art that came out of that. Like, we lost so many people just so yeah. early, it's kind of crazy, because but the I, art that he created no, was No, it was amazing, but gorgeous. I
2: do I do think that, I mean, unfortunately, it does boil down to a sense of money, though, and I think that yeah. there is, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, the whole idea of putting out an album now, or CD, or stream, whatever, is so different, there is no lead-up, there is no packaging, There is right. it's just get the motherfucker out. Right. So if you're like, get the motherfucker out... How are you going to go into a meeting and say, oh, you know who I want to shoot my cover? Blah, 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 blah. Right. It's not going to. They, they don't care.
1: Even though Stephen Klein does well, a, lot, a lot for a lot of people. Excuse me. They're
2: walking around with donut holes and mini muffins. So, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. And <laughs>
1: the, you were supposed to go make sure. Stop. Listen. <laughs> we stop everybody for a mini motherfucking muffin. <laughs> Oh, I just want to set shout out to... We have a bunch of like sex workers and stuff that listen to our show. We do? We do. And I want to shout out to all my sex workers and stuff who <laughs> listen to the show because here's the thing. Wait, hold on. I don't I even want to know, know they're, it. In, <laughs> they're in full prep for the whole Olympics, and I'm really proud of you guys. Uh, ready for the whole oh, look,
2: they're handing out donut hole. Right.
1: And here's the thing. <laughs> And for you kids out there who don't know what the whole Olympics is, the whole Olympics is... It was me in the 80s. It is. <laughs> right. It is Super Bowl. We go from Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Super yes, Bowl yes, yes, week. Yes, yes, yes. To yes. All-Star weekend. Yes, it is. It so everybody's is, it ordering is. their best it's fashion note right now. Yeah. Everybody's on their diets. Yeah. Everybody's making sure yeah. they got their hotel rooms. Go make that money, kids. I love y'all. I actually did, an, 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 I did an interview
2: with Snoop Dogg uh-huh. um, and Michael Imperioli years ago for Complex, right? Mm-hmm. And they were super cool guys. And it was in L.A. and um, Magic Don Juan was there.
0: Uh-huh. And literally, oh my the God, ent- I've met him. And I know he's a trip. He's, right. a trip. he's a trip. He
2: looked like Kermit, right. <laughs> and, and the entire set, like uh-huh. they were shooting everything. We were doing uh-huh. the shoot on the set, and they were like hoes to the left of me hoes to the right <laughs> and they had shipped them all down from Vegas uh-huh. because not only to hang out with Snoop but because it was Super Bowl weekend or something right. crazy coming right. up and I, mean, I just was a
1: whole Olympic it was the whole
2: and they were super nice and mm. one of them comes up to me and goes I like your earrings girl <laughs> and I'm like is this good that a hoe likes my earrings <laughs> and I just remember that they got all this crossover food like white people crossover you uh-huh. know like like wraps and paninis right, right. and Snoop was like in and out burgers stat right, and <laughs> <laughs> like when, uh, the, the one time this i was guy on a was set staring wait, at us and creeping me out is he bitch. cute no he's my, oh, okay. no wait he looked like cool keith had been left in water overnight
1: <laughs> dirty water <laughs> yeah. um the, my one snoop experience <laughs> on a set was he did a song with kelly with kelly Rowland, and so we did a video it's called ghetto like kelly had a song called ghetto bless your heart and
2: i <laughs> love kelly by the way and,
1: i love her and um Snoop comes to do his part and he's got his bus and there's just a the smell of weed coming out of it. It's like crazy. And he's friends with Brian Pumper. So Brian Pumper comes, who's, who's a porn actor, and starts putting up these easels <sighs> all over the sets. And it's all of his, and he's putting up these big storybook posters of his porn box covers. So it was like, it's like Anal Adventures and some <sighs> girl with an ass and all this shit. And it's a, so I'm walking past all of this shit and I have to finally go to the commission. And I was like, listen. I don't care that the weed smell is all here and near these holes, these people here that I don't know. But I said, this is not a Snoop video. It's a Kelly Rowland video. Yeah. And there are pussies on easels <laughs> all around the set advertising his films. Get that shit taken no, down. That's not a, that's a, not a. that's not a good work I, environment. I, I was like, <laughs> this is a Kelly video. It's not, if it was a Snoop video, there's nothing I could say. I yeah. was like, she's a young lady. We're not. We're not. No. And I have nothing against porn. But I'm like, she doesn't need to walk out. Pass her trailer and see
2: Pussies
1: Brian Prumple's Anal Adventure Part uh, 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 6 you know alright we need to segue quick quick okay, quick, quick, quick 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 alright <laughs> tell me if these lyrics mean anything to you
2: okay hold on wait a minute let me sit up straight because I know it's coming
1: date one night yo no say wrong or right yo no say oh 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 oh
2: <sighs> okay when Courtney and I we, we've known each other for many years mhm and well, let's just cut to the chase. I love fucking Latin freestyle. So dry. I love Latin freestyle. You love Latin freestyle. Everybody with Rudy Meyer, who we love, loves Latin freestyle. And it's the one thing that's really seriously wrong with him because I love him to bits, but he doesn't love Latin freestyle. And I don't just, know
1: what that's about. But, let me just tell you something that made Latin freestyle so fucking good. First of all, they were all love songs, right? It was always like either a breakup or some unrequited love. No, or the
2: celebration of love. Yeah, it was, was always, always everything.
1: When I let the music play is kind of credited as, as sort of the as first eighty-two. The first, right? Shannon. Let's. M- when to me that song is. Timeless. Brilliant. Timeless. You know what I mean? You still put that shit on today. Perfect. And everybody loses their shit and will sing along. No,
2: it's a perfect song.
1: And, you know, to me, that's like the end of high school, college. So all of those years are like my chump of really being out and going out. And that music ruled, like, KTU and the old Hot 97. Right, the old one, right. KTU, oh my God. You know, KTU was fucking amazing. Yeah. That was when it was 92, KTU. Yeah. that music just ruled New York from the mid 80s to the very early 90s. And it was so, it was pop music. And it really was the first Latin ex- music explosion, really. I, they give that credit to Ricky Martin in 99 having his whole moment on the Grammys, but it almost feels like dance music gets no respect. And because a lot of that was dance, People ignore the fact that there are people who had platinum albums, gold singles, number one hits on the Billboard chart. Right. You know, and it's almost been a race. You never hear anybody talk about the fact that Sweet Sensation had two albums. Both of them were platinum and they had a number one pop hit. The first album had five hit singles on it. Well,
2: I think I want to get back to that in one second because what was interesting when I was sort of like revisiting Freestyle and kind of researching stuff, um, and. was first off, it was so beautifully urban, yeah, in so many ways. It was a, it was, it, it was felt like a city, t- it was dance music. It was to dance music what hip hop was. It was, it was the Bronx, it was Italian Brooklyn, not Lower
1: East Side, low, yeah,
2: um, the Bronx and Manhattan, mm-hmm. and and Italian sort of there's. So it had that sort of feel to. And too. Miami, and Miami, because and because it Xbox started ASL there. Miami, and and yeah. then it spread to Miami. Yeah. It also drew very heavily from electro, electro funk, yeah, which absolutely. the B boys. I mean, um, Planet Patrol. You hear that in some of the early songs. It was very for
1: producer-driven too. Very.
2: You hear that. I I even took note. You hear that in "Let the Music Play," Planet yeah. Patrol. You totally hear yeah, that yeah. kind of sense. But I, I think it was a really nice bridge. Between hip-hop, for people who, you know, the hip-hop beats, the breakdancing beats, and and disco. I think what was so great about Latin freestyle is, first off, it was just so emotional. It almost didn't matter if you were an amazing singer because the emotion dragged you over the top. There was an over-the-top, almost like... Drama, drama, drama sense to it. There was an innocence to it. The girls were sexy, but it wasn't like so sexy. Well,
1: well, that's what I love because you had certain people who really were the top of their game, right? Right. Like when the Cover Girls came, and you know, the Cover Girls were were, I believe, discovered and put together by Sal Alapetino. Albert, Is it Albert,
2: the guy from Fever Records? Yeah, from Fever Records. Yeah,
1: and they were like. Almost modeled after the Supremes. Yeah, they always had on dresses or gowns. Yeah, very they were classy. Very, always hair and makeup. Escape
2: boys had the you gloves.
1: Know, and we would go, and we would always kind of when, when they would play like at the Funhouse or the right. Playland or any club, it was always packed. It was like the Cover Girls. There were people really were the top. The Cover Girls were the top. Right. TKA were the top for male groups. Like oh my they God. had louder
2: than like, love. Come on,
1: louder than motherfucker.
2: Remember louder when they you know who sang in that? Were, that was my You know shit. who sang the guide vocals for who? that? Mark Anthony.
1: Oh Did he? Yep. Right on the rhythm, right Mark on Anthony. The rhythm. You know, but Maria, all of that, and then you got for the girls. Oh, oh well, and then you got well. Let's see for the group. Then you got the girls. Pajama. Party. girls. Well, they weren't really the top. Yo no ended up being their biggest hit, even though they charted like three songs. No, Yonose,
2: was Yo no Say What's Her Face? No. Um, the, it was a solo act. No, uh, Nose- it was Pajama Nose- Party. Nosear- oh, right, now, right. right, right.
1: No Sarah's summertime summertime. Right. Um Daphne Rubin Vega was in uh, Pajama Party. She went on to have other clubs like right? I Found that she had rent and then she's done a lot of TV and right. Broadway and she moved into that thing. But um you, you think of like a sweet sensation, like that first album, people always think of Hooked on You, but it also has Sincerely Yours. And then Escape, Never of Let course. You Go, e- Exposé. Escape with es- Black. Escape, right. Sorry. Well, and ex-pose. the interesting thing about Exposé is the original Point of No Return that we all danced to and exposed to love is not the three women who ended up right. becoming the face of Exposé that we know. And I think that's, it, it's an interesting story with them because they have, Point of No Return, the original one, and that's a big club hit. love that song. And then Arista gives them another single deal, and they do Exposed to Love. That's right. a huge club record. Right. So then they Arista gives them an album deal. They go to record an album. All three of those girls are let go. And then the, the version right. of Exposé that we know, they re-record Point of No Return, start having huge pop right. hits. Right, right. You know? So some people got to really transition from freestyle because that was back when major labels would...
2: Pumping would, money pick these,
1: would pick these artists from these independent records and give right. them deals, you know? I
2: want to go back to the thing you said about Latin music and then I want to continue. We'll talk about it. It's interesting you say that because when I was kind of... It was mainly, like, girl groups were, it was mainly, you know, Latin, Latina and black, Latin yes. and black... But what was interesting, and maybe the reason it wasn't counted as part of the Latin exposure, is until—and I did my research. I came mm-hmm. in here with notes today, Courtney. Okay, great. Um, until "Please Don't Go," there was an, in '85 there was a Spanish version of "Please Don't Go."
1: Okay, that was, and it was still Naobi. right? Yeah.
2: So up until then, it, everybody was singing in English. So right. maybe that's why it wasn't considered Latin in that sense because it was so urban. Maybe maybe the fact that Ricky Martin was singing in Spanish is right. what made the Latin. It's the same thing like with reggaeton. Well, right?
1: no, I th- I still think as part of it is. People in America don't respect dance music. Oh, for sure. They don't. So it's like, yeah, those songs are around, but da-da-da. Those people weren't real artists. They were all interchangeable. Right. And I think some of them got hurt because they were so interchangeable, Right. you know? But a lot of them got to go and look at the cover girls. They eventually ended up on Epic Records, and they had Funk Boutique was a big hit for them, and then their urban version remake of Wishing on the Star was a hit for them. And
2: didn't Lisa... Lisa Lisa, Lisa Lisa was
1: on Columbia. Those no, all the CBS. She,
2: wasn't didn't she become an actress? Didn't she have a TV show?
1: Lisa Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. She did. A, she she played a like
2: luxury. a mom. She started yeah, aging yeah, yeah, into yeah, mom yeah. roles or something like that. Yeah. No, I mean, my just love. Oh, then my, the, my
1: girl Sapphire. Ugh. Let
2: me just tell you well,
1: something. Jellybean too, and Jellybean. Uh, well, Jellybean is still a, 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 an amazing DJ and tours all right. around the world and is still playing and still produces records. And you know, he produced a, the Mexican, which is seen as an there's early freestyle record. Well, going on? Right behind you know? it, yeah. Well, and yeah. um,
2: yeah. the other thing, what I was going to say, um, oh, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. All right. In terms of the the influences and stuff, continue saying because I just totally <laughs> lost my train of thought because there was a girl walking by in a bondage outfit that scared yeah,
1: me. Listen, I think there's certain people <laughs> and you know that I think we have to acknowledge in the genre. I think like Judy Torres, who to me Lovelace. is the queen of freestyle. Karina, those motherfucking Karina, temptation. Judy, Ugh. Judy, and, and what was it? Fascination. She yeah. Also. Judy Torres to me just knocked it out of the park with with. You know, Come Into My Arms, Baby, and No Reason to Cry. Those songs are freestyle classics. And then you have Sapphire, to me, was the young princess of freestyle. And she ended up on Mercury Records. She was the first Latina to be on the cover of Spin Magazine. And this is back when, you know, magazines like that were really, they meant something in the marketplace.
2: Here's what I want to ask you. What I think is really interesting is that a lot of those artists, not all, but a lot of them, um, Segway, it, La India, for sure. Right. Mark Anthony, yeah. obviously. Um, Brenda K. Starr. Mm. Segwayed into singing salsa and Latin. And like, yeah. Latin well, straight, they realized... Saying Spanish, know, you know? Because
1: I think they realized what's the life if you're a club singer you can have that life and you right. can tour around and try to keep doing those songs but is that stable right. you can go around the world it can get you a certain kind of life but if you want to have a different kind of career and a different kind of audience right. as you get older i think you need to have had some other genre to be in and i think they were really smart to realize no and they realize some place and, for and their core go.
2: audience would stick with them because fundamentally they were drawing from those rhythms the other thing i also really love about freestyle is that it always was exhilarating. Even the slower songs, there yeah. was an ex- it was there was life to it. There was youthful energy. It was over the top and fabulous, and, and it
1: still is. And you know, we're gonna put together. You know, I know you guys. Thanks for the feedback. You've been loving the playlist. That Andy's oh, this been one, out. this, this is, one, we're gonna woo! give you a whole bunch of shit because and and and. and, and Shout hit out us up to on instagram and tell us what your favorite yeah, and for hit sure. us on twitter too and Please, hit us up. And let, and let us, us know what are your favorite freestyle what the, records the freestyle, um, and we'll
2: put them on or but if
1: you've never if this is your first time and you're going to discover some of these artists right go in there and then find something let's talk about it hit us up online and let's talk um, about to what give, you
2: like just to give a shout out to a friend of ours monica lynch mm-hmm. tommy boy records put out several box sets of freestyle music oh that my is god
1: a, the the Volume after volume, volume with after. all of the hottest ones: Lizette Melendez, oh, Lizette T.K. Melendez. Lizette Melendez.
2: Oh my God! Together, Giggle, forever. Giggles. Giggles. I'm writing oh. this
1: letter. To you know, let it you is know. a little warm today, and or, I was going to wear or bike wait. shorts, but or <laughs> our producer Anne's absolute favorite, which is Little Susie. Oh, I love take Little Susie. Me. take me in your arms <laughs> and never <laughs> let me go. And then I was listening to Little Susie well, listen, right before, I and came we got to give out a shout out because there were a lot of artists who weren't Latin who put out freestyle records that were really freestyle. Adjacent at that time, Joyce Sims, Joyce Sims,
2: Shannon. Well, Shannon, Shannon I believe Joy, was Joyce
1: Joy Sims, Alicia, All Night Passion.
2: I would say, what do you say? Do you say Strafe? Do you, Do you get him? Set it serve, off, kind of, sort of.
1: I wouldn't call. I don't. I don't think set it off is freestyle. To me, set it off is more. Club. It's okay, club okay okay i was i was freestyle. wondering
2: and you know who else loves freestyle and oh
1: stacy Hearts, that had the whole banana
2: rama cruel summer they you, say uh, pet shop boys domino dancing has a think, vibe uh, yeah dancing. and
1: no, new that, order well new order because that that was a big club song at the time and it just fit everything but i don't i don't really think of that they as claim
2: freestyle. it as an influence though yeah but they you claim know, it, but because
1: y- that time, that was the club sound. Yeah. So a lot of people, it was like, remember when the Soul to Soul sound came yeah. in? Everybody had like a Soul to Soul-esque right. remix and kind of a Arthur lot of adjacent Baker, things. Arthur
2: Baker brought, but I just think it's, I, I have to say that of all the genres of music that I love and I like, I'm happy that I like a lot. It's the one that has stuck with me because as soon as I put it on.
1: It makes you happy. It
2: makes you happy. It makes
1: me dance and sing Noel Silent more. Uh, like they were the guys like when Noel came George out George the Lamont was, they were big oh. deals they were the superstars like George Lamont had the movie star good looks very good and he looking. was always dressed well he'd have on his he was always he just had everybody had their personas with but it but love you know? uh,
2: but TKA you could not turn on TV in this city the video jukebox it's true without TKA was louder than love was number one for how many
1: weeks right
2: every and, day and then
1: when you look at people like Sapphire who got to go on TV Sweet Sensation went on all of the TV at the time to perform their Songs because they had hits. And I just think that all of that shouldn't be erased. And I hope you guys go back and really get into some of these freestyle playlists. You know, it's still alive. I just was looking yeah. to say, well, where are some of the people? Oh, they're and I would, still around. They Sapphire, tour. They tour. And and always play here. There's always freestyle festivals out at Coney the Island Coney Island, summer. yeah. And I just saw Sapphire doing something in 2019. And she, you know, because some of them, not everybody. And some of them are not, not age well. And not everybody sounds good. That's true. Because, you know, some you look, back then when you're young and the voice is high pitched, and now, you know, your voice yeah, has changed. It's changed I see a some of them like That's that. But I saw Sapphire recently, and I was like, she sounded fucking great. She was singing boy, I've been told. And she sounded like, boy, I've been told. And I was like, I live for you, Wilma. Her name is Wilma. I live for the fact that her name is Wilma. Her name is Wilma? It's Wilma. Oh, wow, serving Wilma. Oh, Wilma was up there singing God. Boy, I've been told, and I was like, You better open your mouth and sound like yourself. And then I saw one group who should not be who I should leave nameless, who I love, love, love. And I clicked on it and I was like, This makes me sad. <laughs> well, but, I, will, you know, I will
2: say, I get together forever. Lizette Melendez is, is, that, perfect, is that, yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Good one. I mean, all of them. Oh, I love, her I loved for her
1: urban song. follow up when she got signed to Columbia and yeah. the other goody goody. That was my yeah. goody goody. Goody, goody, love.
2: I remember Columbia took people? all the writers and everybody to uh, Victor's Cuban <laughs> for food. And that was the only time I ever met Lear Combe. But I right. always thought Miguel was there. And I just always thought it was so funny because Miguel was like our friend Miguel Beguer. Shout mm. out. We love him. He's like, hey, she's not Cuban. She's Puerto Rican. Why are we at a Cuban <laughs> restaurant? <laughs>
1: Miguel's so shady. He's so but gay. it was
2: true. But it was like so funny. It's like, record company. Oh, uh, let's go to a place. And I'm like, really? I get a record company meal, and it's rice and beans?
1: But you listen. <laughs> shout out to Andy the Panda, Triple yes. the Latin Rascals, oh, Aldo and Amado Marin, you know what, Sal, these guys. Masters at work. Yeah, you know, they really really, Jelly Bean. All they produce them. a lot of great work, a great, lot great. of really fun dance music. Please, check so, out
2: the Tommy Boy collections, everybody. Yeah, really. and,
1: and and then go in and, and listen to our playlist. We're going to put together a really fun playlist of some really cool <sighs> shit so of music that is You know, it's underappreciated. I think by the masses, yeah, and um, but
2: loved by those. It's one of those loved.
1: It really is, but underappreciated. And a lot of songs, and a lot of people who went on to have real careers and do different shit, and are still out there working. Check. Check folks out. And check you know? out,
2: even though it's not a freestyle album, I would say I heartily recommend Lisa Lisa's first solo record but, you on Peggy. I wonder
1: and I oh well that's yeah, that's after you know that's Skip to my Lou and two singles from that album. Skip to my Lou Skip love. to my Lou and When I Fell in Love, I Never Knew yeah. I Fall This uh, Hard. Great. That's a great, great, great song. But first of all, Lisa Lisa. It's different because Lisa Lisa was really smart. They got to transition and have huge pop yes, number one with hits. with UTFO and it, and, and, full it be- force. and it became a whole other situation yes. for her. Yeah. But, you know, like, Exposé became successful and those albums were successful. And they I had big everything. hits on Arista. The hair was big. The earrings were big. The gloves were big. And the songs just made you want to see It was like being with your friends in New York, summer, going to the beach, in the car playing the songs and everybody's just singing them going out dancing at nights sitting to the, sad to, and alone shout in out a to the bar motherfucking fun listening house. oh yeah i didn't have i the, never went i and, had a t-shirt though and freestyle was a moment when the roxy turned into 1018 it was a minute where the roxy changed his name now the club is called 1018 and that was when freestyle was having a moment and that was there and we just to go in there and just dance no all please if we've night. done
2: nothing else for you register to vote and Please register to vote free- and listen to freestyle. All right, what well, we got up on the um, on the agenda here, my friend? Well, I
1: think it's time for our annual. What stupid shit did Megan McCain say today? <sighs> Except she didn't say anything a she couple really of times because she, she
2: took the time off because she. <laughs> no, the
1: she, day after the day after Page Six reported, everyone hates her and no one's talking to her on the show. Well, shelf.
2: I think that she's probably surveying the damage that was done to her plantation in Puerto Rico because she is from a prominent Puerto oh Rican God, family. Maybe the Bustelo factory oh that God. she owns. Like
1: well, Bustelo is Dominican. I love no, it's Puerto Rican. No, Cafe Bustelo is Dominican. Is it? Yes.
2: Oh my God! I am absolutely no. I have no. I love Cafe Bustelo. I love Bustelo. It's the poor man's (laughs)
1: Lavazza.
2: But I, um, all I can say about, oh wait. Now they're moving the K-pop cutouts.
1: Well, those always belong right over here. Those K-pops are right over here. And
2: they're back. We must take it. We'll take our pictures with us. I
1: think one of them is Jin, the only name I actually know in BTS, because I've heard people say Jin. And the other one is Juice. (laughs) 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 It's Jin
2: and Juice. I love them. Ah! Um, yeah, Megan didn't say anything stupid this week. Because, because she, she, wasn't took, she wasn't
1: there. Because <laughs> she wasn't there. After the post, is like, everybody hates you, including Abby Huntsman. And, and you <laughs> know, the source of ABC didn't deny that part. They were like, listen, they've been friends for a long, long time. time. They're just having a moment. I'm like, ooh. not wow. the conservative girl's being like, bitch, you crazy. Yeah,
2: well, it's, yeah, <laughs> she's the gone. the words of
1: your girl will be, girl, 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 girl. girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Take the earrings off. <laughs> slap Finn, the white girl, out for her. Like,
1: Honey, girl. We'll I I want her movie to be over so she can take that shit out of her hair. I'm it's tired of me looking nuts. at that.
2: What is she filming? The like Godfather it? Ann, Part 7? You, you like, like it, that? Ann?
1: You what do? Like really Ann, get what on mic. Why do you like
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> come on, Baba Boo. I might need you to turn come up your on, mic. Ba- yeah, come <laughs> on, Ann. <laughs> turn Why up your do mic, you right? like it, Baba Boo? Please Booey. explain. <laughs>
0: explain. I think it looks cute. <laughs> what? Show, me a, show me a picture. Look, can, can, hold on. That wow. white hair? Oh my god! Yeah, hold on, I like I'm going. It. You, do? you cannot like that. You can mix shit up and it looks cute. <laughs> uh,
2: well, seeing as how Whoopi has no taste in anything, I, love, I guess it's well, don't No, listen, it. I love Whoopi. Yeah, now that even, part, no, try it. She dresses. You know what? Like, she'll come through this
1: phone. And listen, I love Whoopi, and she has her own brand of weed, and I'm hoping she delivers some to the show. Okay, shout out.
2: All right, let's let's segue on. Well, now. guys,
1: thank. We just want to say.
2: Oh yeah, first off. Let's, we wanna, we let's thank our rock and roll the rock and roll fame people for okay.
1: the nice oh, this yeah what, okay, this yeah. is what I want to say um, you know we tape our show uh, usually a couple of days before it lands and thank you guys for following us the shows drop on the 15th and the 30th of yes. every month thank you guys we really appreciate you listening. We like. I know it's only eleven shows, but for us, we're like, wow, we made it to eleven we're shows. We're so excited. We're really excited and we're really happy. We want to thank the guys at the not was it the rock and not the rock. Who cares about the rock? Who and cares? Roll? About
2: the, yeah, they're great. Who
1: cares about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame podcast? And you should listen. Our show drops on the fifteenth. They have a, the new class of twenty twenty will be announced. at about 8 a.m. on the 15th. So listen to our show first and then they're going to have a brand new show and break down those nominations that you'll hear from us about it on the show on the 30th because, you know, guys, as you know, Amy is a voting member of the Rock Roll Hall of Fame. Nominating committee, excuse me. Yeah, so we can't really... And you know,
2: in your honor, (laughs) I voted for Pat Benatar. Listen,
1: Pat Benatar... I think she's getting in. She needs to get it. She's going to get it. She in. needs to get him. She, To me, she's earned her way in. You know what I mean? Okay, and I just saw a really cute guy walk up. Oh, my God. Hey, no, hi. for me, on oh, my team, sorry. I can tell. Oh, okay. My team. Listen, listen. If he likes titties, I have two. <laughs> I have two titties and one ab. Come on, let's get it. <laughs> Come on, let's get it. Hey, Hayawata. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, you want it, you want it. You All want it. right. So anyway no, we wanna thank and listen to those guys. I wanna thank you guys for listening so much because you know it means so much to have you guys support us. Yes. I also want to thank our partners, Canal Street Radio. It's amazing that they let us record here. It's been an amazing experience. Yeah. I really want to encourage you guys to also follow them and follow Listen Party, Pre- Listening Party Presents and really check them out online. They have a lot of podcasts that are on there. I think there's something that interests everybody. and We're really appreciative of, of being in partnership with them and being part of this family right now. It's been a great time. We love you guys for listening. It's been amazing. It's been amazing work with you, Amy. Listen, Amy and I are two different people. We you know are. What I mean? We're not the same person, and believe it or we not. we like a lot of the same <laughs> things, and we've been really trying to figure out how to... How, Get our opinions across. We have strong opinions. And, you know, it's not always easy when you're working with somebody new. But I really appreciate Aww. you. And I'm really glad we're having this moment. I'm All glad right. You I'll guys... have sex with you. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Because so- let me just tell you <laughs> I'm going to take it from anywhere I can get it. Hey, wait a minute. Listen, that's, that's no disrespect. I'm just so horny. It's like, hi, Tuesday, McDonald's, oh cheeseburger, ah! dick. Thank you. Can I just, <laughs> do we
2: have time? to just want to briefly mention a couple songs that I've just. So, um it's it's the first quarter so not a lot of new stuff is coming out but i will say that the new selena gomez record oh God. rare yeah you know what seriously i'm the last you, person
1: who ever you thought suddenly gotten into her you no know,
2: i've always liked her but i never heard an album right. i like the singles and the yeah. thing i do like about her all all joking aside is that none of her songs sound the same but i always know it's her
1: right and like constipation yeah
2: right and she's you know is she the greatest singer of our time no she is not it's I would you say don't she's a song
1: be. stylist she's
2: a stylist and even yeah. that's being called but
1: they but write her good songs. Those are
2: great songs. They they're do. great producers. They write, yeah, it's a really seriously, to- seriously good record. It's
1: top-notch production. Yeah. Top-notch. They write her good songs.
2: And I also like this chick. Um, I've just heard the single called Celeste. This British girl, Celeste. I don't you know You would her. really okay, I'll like check it out. this. I'll check the it New York Times enough. does a weekly thing of songs they're mm-hmm. digging. You would seriously love okay, her. I'll check her out. She won the 2020 Rising Star Brit Award. Oh, okay. She's uh, Jamaican and British. It's called Stop This Flame. It's built on a sample of Sinnerman by Nina Simone oh no it's like screaming oh, okay. it is literally my it's literally that. screaming out okay, your name yeah, okay, I was cool. listening to it going it was going Courtney Courtney the new Mac Miller song good news mm-hmm. he's somebody that I totally slept on because right. I thought he was like a cartoon rapper I didn't right. take him seriously right. this is his first posthumous album and it's produced by John Bryan oh okay which is like yeah, John nice. Bryan is like not the is Fiona Apple she's right. supposedly putting out a record well yeah
1: she's been working on a record for a while yeah I've been yeah. working
2: on a record for a while too mm-hmm. um Chardé is supposedly putting out a record.
1: I, let me just tell you something. I want to be excited. Me too. But it, you know, uh, we've gotten a couple of new songs on soundtrack. Like having I killed know, me. So, yeah, you, no, and you know, soundtrack no. songs can be very like, give this to the soundtrack. Right. But it made me feel like, okay. Yeah, uh, you've, you're,
2: it's like you're trying too hard.
1: You know, it's like it's like I told Celine Dion when she called me last night. I was like, less rouge, Celine. more eye makeup. And on Celine. that note, everybody. <laughs>
2: Celine, stop <laughs> calling me collect.
1: Okay, and on that note everybody, we love you. Peace out. We we'll see you on the third. All right, thing. bye
2: everybody. Bye. <laughs>